Welcome back to another episode of Busy Making Other Plans. Hello, everyone. I'm Ashley, and this is Lockdown V3 here in Ontario. And um, seeing as how there's very little you can do, I have decided to really lean into my housewife persona these days. I don't really know if you've been watching my story, but if you have, you may have seen that I've been cooking a lot of different dishes. I've been baking. Ooh, guys, I made these really yummy fudge brownies yesterday. They are just so fudgy, so gooey. Oh, oh my gosh. I would eat them all by myself if I wasn't one of those people who gained weight really easily. So uh, I've been trying to give them away, just telling my friends, hey, if you want some brownies, come pick them up because I made a shit ton of them. I also know how much butter I used and I think it's very off-putting to me thinking about eating that much butter if I were to do this all on my own. So yeah, if you want the recipe, hit me up. I will send it your way. But like I said, Leaning into my housewife persona. It's so funny. So I FaceTime my dad. I FaceTime him every day. Like, I think I FaceTime him three times a day every day. And I think part of him wishes I'd get a boyfriend so that he wouldn't have to hear me. But um, also secretly, he loves it. Anyways, so I was telling him how I am going to be the absolute best housewife. And he was like, no, you're not. No, you're not. You could never be a housewife. You think you could stay at home all day? No. And he's absolutely right. Like, I don't think I could do that. Like, I love staying home. I love not doing work. I really do. I just, I like to chill. I like to be on my phone. I like to do nothing. Like, a lot of people are not comfortable doing nothing, but I'm very comfortable doing nothing because my nothing isn't just like boredom. Like, my nothing is like doing the simple things or finding ways to entertain myself in a creative way. Like, I think that's why I've been thriving during Corona season. So, um, but yeah, no, I could not be a housewife doing that every single day. Oh no, no, no. Oh no, honey. And I need my own money. See, this is like the thing I don't, I don't particularly get. And I think it's because like my mother isn't a housewife. So I never was exposed to this, but if you are a housewife, like how do you, like, do you need to ask your husband for money when you need to buy things? To me, that just feels a little uncomfortable. Like, I guess it depends on the dynamic. Maybe you guys have like a joint account and you just use a card so you're not actually asking for the money. But when I think about being supported by another person, I just think about having to ask the other person to make purchases for day-to-day things that just is very unsettling to me. Anyways, so yeah, I can't be a housewife. It's, It's not for me. It works for some, but not for me. I've decided that I really want to introduce a peak in a pit segment to um, this podcast. So I think like every episode, I just want to talk about the peak of my week and then the pit. I think I picked a poor week to start this considering nothing exciting has happened, but I do like to see the silver lining and things. So to start, my peak would have to be not having my network down because I'm with Freedom Mobile, bitches. That's right. For once, Freedom is on top. Actually, you know what? There is another area where Freedom wins and it's having service in the subway. So I actually didn't know that other networks didn't give you service in the subway. And 
I just found this out like last year and I was like so confused because I'm like, wait, what? Like I've always had service in the subway. Like I just remember when I was an intern, how I would take the subway from Kennedy Station all the way to work and I would like text my ex-boyfriend in the morning or just like trying to like look at clothes on Fashion Nova. (laughs) I actually don't shop there anymore, but like back when I was an intern, like I don't know, two, two years ago, three years ago, I was like obsessed with fashion nova so yeah i would like be doing that on my commute and i had no idea that other people could not use their phone so um hashtag blessed hashtag grateful so that would be my peak is knowing that my service is still good no network down over here honey my pit though I know you guys want me to say it's this lockdown, which, okay, yeah, that's definitely a pit. Like, I hated that I couldn't go to boxing on Saturday. But honestly, my pit is the fact that there are so many fucking bugs stuck to the windowsill of my windows in my condo, like on the outside. I don't know what these flies are. I think they're called, what's the word? I, I don't even know what they're called. I was trying to look them up because like I they they're literally just stuck on the windowsills and they're all like together like in a pack. And I have like this huge ball of like dead ones on my balcony. I don't know if they got caught in like a spider web on the ground. I'm not really sure. It really grosses me out though. Like I tried to open the door to my balcony and a bunch flew in and I had to like kill them. I I don't like bugs. I hate flies. I'm just, flies piss me the fuck off. Like they have no use in the, well, I can't, I can't say that. I guess spiders eat them, but they have no use to me. They just piss me off. So that would be my pit is the fact that I have all these dead bugs and the window cleaners are here. So they're supposed to be cleaning the windows, but I guess they don't clean like the windowsills and, and the flies keep coming back. So it's just been pissing me off. I try not to look at the windows. You know where I wish I was right now? Miami. I don't know if you guys had seen this on Instagram, but this past weekend, everyone was in Miami. Um, I'm not sure if you know this, but there was a new hotel that just opened, the Good Time Hotel. It is this joint venture between Pharrell and Dave Grutman. And I don't know if you know who Dave Grutman is, but he owns like all the biggest clubs in Miami, like live. And he knows everyone. He knows literally everyone in Hollywood. So everyone came down for the grand opening of his hotel. And then they all went to live afterwards and Alesso was performing. So you had like all of the Kardashians were there. You had Quavo. You had just a bunch of people and Miami is open for business. Like that club was packed. That it literally looked like pre COVID. Like it looked like COVID never happened. That is what COVID, that is what life used to look like. And I'm not going to lie. Part of me felt a little grossed out because I thought about how, you know, if I was in that situation, I would be touching people. People would be sweating on me. We would be breathing the same air. And just with everything we've been through, it, it kind of made me feel really uncomfortable. But I was also so jealous because they all were just having such a good time. I miss that. Not having to worry about getting ill. Like, you know, we we all, I realize now, like I have not been sick like this entire time COVID's been happening. And it's because like I'm not interacting with as many people, but it makes you realize just like how many people on a day-to-day basis you talk to, you interact with, you touch, and like 
how how it can be so easy to get sick. So like looking at that, it made me feel uneasy, but I felt so jealous because I just, I wish I was one of those people who didn't have a care in the world. I wish I was there. Mind you, the U.S. is dealing with vaccinations at like a much quicker pace than we are. We should really be on their level. But um, yeah, I so totally wanted to be in Miami this past weekend. It was, it looked like a good time. That was a great name for a hotel. All right, so let's get into this week's topic. So I went on a walk this morning. I went to go grab some coffee. I decided to go to Jimmy's Coffee. It's like a 30-minute walk, but I wanted the exercise. I wanted the coffee. It's really good coffee. And while I was walking, I was thinking about how it's been a year since I've finished school. And I feel like I forget about that a lot because it just, it ended very abruptly and then I just moved on to the next phase of my life. But it's something I wanted to talk about today because this year's graduating class will also not have a ceremony and I know how sad that can be and I know that plenty of people last year were so upset that, you know, all of a sudden they were told, The rest of the school year is going to be online. We'll keep you posted on ceremony details, which, you know, inevitably it didn't happen. They tried to create a virtual ceremony for us. And I thought it would actually be like a virtual ceremony, like someone calling your name on Skype and like people clapping. I don't really know what I thought, but I thought it would be live. And instead they sent you a YouTube video saying congratulations and I think they they did something where depending on the link you were sent your name would show up on this virtual diploma so yeah it was not what I envisioned honestly I think it was kind of lame they did the best they could but I didn't I didn't love it and I suspect that they're gonna do the same thing again for this year's graduating class or they're gonna ask if they want to defer their graduation till like next year And honestly, I I feel bad for this year's class because they had to go through their final year of university online. They didn't get to interact with each other the same way I did. Like they didn't get to see each other. And it's I, I can see why that can be so upsetting because it's not the university experience. It's not the way you thought you would end your undergrad career. It's weird when I talk about this because I almost feel like I'm the wrong person to talk about it because my experience and the way I dealt with things is so different from the way other people did. Like, for instance, last year when they told us that school was canceled, um, well, not canceled, but it was moved online. There was no more in-person classes. I was a TA. So I, I mean, the, that day they gave that announcement, I went to my TA meeting. We talked about it. And then like that same day, I moved back home. Like I just, I grabbed what I could went straight back to Ajax and I was actually pretty happy about it because I was like, yes, I get to do the rest of my courses online. And I'm thinking, what does this mean? Will exams be canceled? Is what, where is the benefit to me in all this? So like, I didn't even, you know, I wasn't really even concerned that there was this pandemic. Like I was just thinking, yes, the school year is over earlier. And I was like looking at some of the messages people in my year were sending to each other or posting and just talking about how they're so upset because they didn't get to say goodbye to their friends. They didn't get to have a proper send off. They didn't get to celebrate one last time with everyone. Like we had like a a grad formal coming up that we all bought tickets to 
And so people were really upset because they didn't feel like they ended their final year off right. But if we're being completely honest, like I, I didn't care. Like I genuinely didn't feel upset about the fact that I didn't get to say goodbye to people. I wasn't upset. There was no proper send off. Like I genuinely was like happy to be done with this part of my life and move on to the next milestone. And it wasn't like I was like, oh, thank God. Like, no, it wasn't like I was dramatic. It wasn't like I thought university was bad for me and I just wanted to get it over with. No, I honestly, it wasn't, I just, I wasn't dramatic about it. Like I was just like, okay, like it's done next. But I know a lot of people didn't feel that way. And a lot of people did want to cherish and end their final year on a very high note and, and say goodbye to people. But this is how I looked at it. And I think this is how you should look at it. So I went to school in Hamilton, which is in the GTA. And chances are you went to university that was within a four-hour proximity driving. Like most people. most That's usually what it is. And chances are the people you went to school with are probably going to end up working in Toronto or the GTA. So to me... I was never upset about not seeing people or giving one final goodbye because in my head, I knew I was going to see these people again. One way or another, like I will inevitably see these people. It's either going to be at work, in the path, we'll have a, a meetup. Like you, like we all drive, we're all in close proximity. Like if someone wants to host a get together, like I will see you. It's not like I'm never going to see you again. So that's why... It wasn't like upsetting to me, I guess. I don't know. I didn't, I wasn't, I'm not a very sentimental person. I'm trying to be. It, go, it ties back to the whole, like, I'm not very sensitive, empathetic. I'm working, I'm working on it. Okay. But yeah, so I, I just, I didn't see the reason to be upset about it. Like if anything, I was thinking, oh no, I don't get to have a proper ceremony, but I was only worried about that because I wanted my parents to see me walk across the stage. It wasn't necessarily for me. And let me tell you what we did instead. So um, since we didn't have a proper ceremony, my parents and I, we drove to Hamilton and decided to do our own photo shoot. I used my cap and gown from high school and I took pictures underneath the arch, all the beautiful places on campus. I even got like a, a random piece of paper and tied a little bow on it. And my dad like handed it to me like it was a, a degree. It was it was really fun. I actually liked that more than if I did the ceremony, I think, just because I was having a lot of fun with my parents. And then we went to Niagara Falls after. So it was it was a lot of fun. I think in these unprecedented times, you have to make the most with what you have. And I think this is like a really good opportunity to get creative. And if you didn't take your graduation photos, I know a lot of people this year didn't even have the chance to take their grad photos. You might be sad because you don't have that to cherish or to hang on the wall for your parents. Well, guess what? You can take your own. And there are plenty of photographers who would love the work, who would love to have your business and can provide a cap and gown, bring a costume, rent it out, and you can get your photos professionally done. You can make yourself look good. Like you can get them done the way you want them because honestly, when I got mine taken, oh, I hated my, I, I did not purchase mine. Like I still haven't purchased them because I fully intend on retaking my graduation photos fully. The, mm -mm, 
like the photographer he was like that guy from 13 going on 30 you know like in the very first scene where he's like great fine beautiful amazing next like that was the guy who took my photos and like I I, just, I didn't like the way it turned out I didn't like it so I'm gonna be retaking them and so what I'm saying is if you're not if you didn't get to do your photos this year Get them done professionally and you get to guide the experience. You get them done the way you want. You can look the way you want. It's amazing. Why don't people do this anyway? Because those pictures are so fucking expensive. It's like the same price to get them done at Magenta at Fairview Mall. I swear, guys. So try it out. I remember when I told my dad that I didn't want to purchase my graduation photos and that I wanted to retake them with a new photographer, make it a little glam session, very vogue. He was just like, all right, Ashley, whatever you want to do. Like, I think he's just so used to the shit I say that he's just like, you're going to do it anyway, whatever, go on with it. But he's also my number one supporter, so he also just loves how I'm not very generic. Anyways, back to graduation. So if you're graduating this year, it can be scary. Like, this is a time where things... They're not usual. It's not something we've dealt with in the past. And you might be thinking, like, what is my next step? What is my next move? Like, I'm, I've been a student for 18 years and now I have to enter the world and not the world that, that people two years ago had. This is a different world now. Like, this world is virtual. This world is uncertain. You might be thinking, how am I supposed to find a job and network when, like, the closest I can get to a person is a phone call or, a video chat. Maybe you're someone who just doesn't know what they want to do, period. Like you've graduated and you just don't know what your next move is or what career you want to pursue or what jobs are out there. And so now it's even more stressful because, well, one, you're going to see people get jobs with a good salary, maybe even move downtown and look like they're getting their life together. But now you have this added stressor of corona and the world and how the job market may not be looking as good as it had in the past. And it becomes overwhelming feeling like you don't have a job and, and you don't have your life together and other people do. So what what can you do right now to make the situation better? And I got to say, like, a lot of people come out of school without a job. Like, not everyone has a job lined up. Not everyone knows what they want to do. And honestly, there's a lot of people who use grad school as a cushion so that they don't have to be adults yet or make a career choice yet. So they go back to being a student. Not everyone. Some people genuinely want to go to grad school to learn more or they just need it for the career they're trying to pursue. But there's a lot of people who do it because they're just not ready for the real world yet. But if you're someone who does not want to go to grad school doesn't know what they want to do job-wise and you just feel like you don't know who you are because you are no longer a student but can't define yourself with anything else, I think now's a really good time for you to work on your personal development and understanding what you don't like and what you do like. And I think you should take advantage of this time to reflect on who you are and like who you want to be because you're not often granted all this time but now that you have it, what are you going to do with it? Like you have all this time to work on personal development. So I think 
you know, now is a really good time to move back in with your parents. I know it sucks because you've been living, maybe you've been living away from home at university for four or five years and it's going to be weird to just be under your parents' roof for a long period of time, but they love it. They really do. And it's good to just kind of have that support right away. Like, One, it saves you a lot of money because, you know, living on your own ain't cheap. And two, like it gives you the chance to maybe pursue things that are risky if you had bills to pay. But now you can do that because you live under your parents' roof and you're not paying bills. So I think now is a really good time to start thinking about doing things that you otherwise might not be not be able to if you had other obligations. I know plenty of people who have started their own businesses or are doing freelance. And, you know, if you have bills piling up, it can be scarier to take on and to start. But, you know, when you don't have those obligations and you have parents who are going to cook for you and don't expect you to pay rent, then it makes it so much easier to take on those really scary but rewarding career paths. Like, for instance, you want to start your own freelance graphic design company. Might be hard to do when you have rent that's due every single month and you haven't got a client yet. But starting it when you're living at home really gives you the opportunity to take the time to nurture relationships and learn how to find leads or or whatever. Can you tell I don't work in the freelance world? <laughs> I'm trying to like figure out the proper words. But like you you see what I'm saying? So sometimes it's a blessing in disguise when you're at this point in life where you don't know what the next step is or you're feeling really stagnant. Like it often just means like something big is coming, but you need to take advantage of the time to work on yourself to learn things that you might not have had the time for. Like this is such a blessing in disguise. For me, what this time has really given me the opportunity for is to work on my relationship with God and to read the Bible more because I would always say to myself, oh, like I don't have time to read the Bible because I'm so busy. Or, oh, like I'll, I'll skip church service this Sunday because um, there's other things I need to do and it takes too much time out of my day. And guess what God did? He said, okay, Ashley, I cleared your schedule. Now you don't have an excuse. I'm not here to push my faith on you. That's not the point. My point is we have so much time now. Let's take this as an opportunity to better ourselves. And so if you don't know what you want to do now, take some courses Do a deep dive into who you are. Think about what it is you want to pursue so that you can do that and be in the career you want later. And sometimes opportunity presents itself in the funniest ways. Like maybe one day you'll be at home and you have been updating your LinkedIn and a headhunter reaches out to you and says, hey, like you seem suitable for a position I have. Would you be interested? Now, I'm not saying do nothing and just wait for a headhunter to connect with you. Like the chances of, of that happening, you know, are, are, are very unlikely, especially when you're just coming out of uni with, with no experience. It's possible. But I'm just saying that opportunities present themselves in really funny ways and you should treat everything as if it can lead to an opportunity. Like don't close any doors. Like if I'm being honest, like the job I have right now, I didn't think I was going to be working in this job like at all like I didn't think like I didn't even think that this was something I was going to pursue I I'm pretty sure I applied to this position like a day 
after the deadline. Like that's that's how long it took me to think about if I really wanted to apply for this position. Because if I applied and I interviewed and I got offered the job, I would inevitably have to accept it because I just went all in on this. But guess what? It worked out. And I think things are just, they're meant to be. So like take chances. You don't know where they will end up. And Remember that quote from Steve Jobs, you can't connect the dots looking forward, you can only connect them looking back. So trust that everything you're doing will matter and make sense and lead you to your next place in life because of all of the experiences that you've accumulated to that point. You know what I mean? So just like, if you're not usually a yes person, be a yes person, okay? Like, let's just, there are so many opportunities Take advantage of them. And I know it can be so scary after graduating thinking, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Trust me, I have so many friends who are there right now. But trust me, you will get a job. Everyone gets a job eventually. So don't worry. Like you will get a job and your first job isn't the end dollar be all, right? It's a stepping stone. So don't be upset if it's not the job you envisioned for your first job out of university. I don't think anyone gets the job that they envisioned for themselves at a university. Or I don't think I don't think anyone like loves, loves, loves their first job. You know what I mean? Like it's not like I'm saying people hate their job. It's just like it's your first job, right? You're not doing important things. It's just a stepping stone and you are like the most junior person at a company. Anyways, I just I want you to not freak out about not feeling like you have your life together because We are living in really difficult times. I sound like a president. (laughs) These unprecedented times. No, but seriously, this is not a very normal situation for most post-grads. And the fact that you've graduated during this time and had to be dynamic and had to work in a virtual environment, that's actually a really good skill to have. And to have that experience going into a workforce that is all virtual, I feel like that gives you an upper hand. So... Having gone through this past year online is definitely something you can speak to in an interview and something I know employers will appreciate. Now, if you're someone who, you know, was lucky enough to get a job and has to move to a new city for this job after graduating and you're a little startled, a little frightened because you just went from student to grown up, it's not that scary. Like, I was scared as well about moving out. Luckily, I had like a two month buffer of like living with my parents before moving out. But it is not that scary. I think if you want to understand what that looks like, you should listen to my very first episode on how to live in Toronto on a budget. But it's quite nice to have your own space. And like, I know like sometimes people miss being home and the company of their family. And, you know, now you have to deal with cooking three meals for yourself every day. And that can be stressful. But it's it's not so bad and it's it's really nice to kind of have a, a start on your on your life and and do it for yourself and only have to worry about yourself. So, yeah. So if you're someone who, you know, got a job and has to move to a new city and has to start right away after graduating, listen to my first episode. The last thing I want to say about this is now that you're graduated, and if you're looking for a job, just know like it's hard to get a job in any market. So don't feel like you're at a disadvantage. Like like I said that, you know, maybe some places have, you know, a hiring freeze or some jobs like they've completely stopped because they're non-essential. But like there are so many other jobs that have 
opened up because they're like in demand during quarantine. Plenty of businesses that are now online and and plenty of opportunities for you to sell and start your own business virtually. I know Shopify has like these new promos for people. I don't know. You should look at Shopify. But like there's always opportunities available and no job market is like a good job market (laughs) is like what I'm saying. So just don't feel like you're at a complete disadvantage. There's there's still opportunities for you. There are things that you actually are more equipped to take on than I would be. I think having gone through this experience yourselves, like there's probably jobs that you know about having to like work in this like virtual environment throughout the school year and talk to people in the industry that I I wouldn't even be able to talk about. So don't feel jaded. That's like my motto. I feel like I try to tell people this all the time. Don't feel jaded. It was the very first piece of advice my manager had told me a few years ago. He told me a lot of people here get jaded after a while. And because I was so new and optimistic and hadn't been told the word no over and over again, I wasn't jaded yet. And he was just like, don't lose that spirit. So don't lose that spirit, guys. Don't lose it. People love that. People love optimism. So just just stay optimistic. I think I'm going to take this episode to a close now. If you want to get a hold of me online, you can follow me at Ashley Tabatabi E on Instagram, or you can follow this podcast Instagram at busy.makingotherplans. I can't say this enough, but I appreciate the support from everyone who's just been like sending me love. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate you. And if you haven't already, give this a five-star rating. Fun fact, I recently hit a 1,000 downloads. I'm really happy about that. And um, yeah, just I'm going to keep doing this every single week. So I will catch you guys next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. And uh, have a great rest of your week. Bye-bye. Scandal.